0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Dealing with Life Stuff Podcast. My name is Fernando Ceballos. And I'm Randy Stryg. And welcome to the episode.
1: I knew in college I had been told I was unapproachable. And so my solution for that was to just be the first person to approach and be and be the first person to be friendly. And I've tried to like take that throughout my career and I think it's served me well with like my happy hours and everything is I try to be the first friendly person. Yeah. Like when you walk into a room and you don't know anybody, I want to be like the guy that you're like oh hey yeah that, that guy seems cool let's go talk to him and at a certain
0: point you, you have to put this uh like put this character mask on for a little while a little bit because yeah Because I, I used to like not believe that like mm. i used to have like the social anxiety yeah. of of not believing that people wanted to talk to me or i just didn't have enough um you know charisma or charisma something. and yeah. that kind of thing you know even this morning um you know brianna just got back from one of her trips and uh, we invited one of her coworkers She had a layover to go get breakfast. Mm-hmm. And as I was, we were driving back, I I started thinking about I didn't really tell her but you know I was thinking about like the idea of like we're, we're not you scared of inviting someone to lunch and then not having anything to say? Right? Mm-hmm. And then you know I started thinking like no, like I don't have that problem anymore. Yeah. And and back then I I, always, I was always always scared of what if I invite someone to eat or someone to do some whatever and I just didn't have enough conversation to go. Like, that scared the shit out of me, mm. you know, to the point where I wouldn't even go and, like, go and talk to them. And I think if we were to back up and, like, go to the score, it's the same thing with the, the planning that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. All right, the analysis by, pr- or process by analysis. Yeah, you could talk yourself out of doing exactly. anything. Exactly. And so, you, you, yeah, because you think, you start playing all these scenarios of what if, what if, what if. Yeah, what well, could, like, what could go wrong? It's what like, if things well, go right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I was about to say that, that exact point. And I talked to a few people last week about social anxiety because I had pretty severe social anxiety when I got into the workforce and I got over that by just forcing myself to go to happy hours and invite people out to lunch and breakfasts and drinks until uh, I just was comfortable with it and now like I'm running my own happy hour and I have no problems talking to random strangers at all like or calling it or cold calling even like it just doesn't bother me because I've forced myself to do it so much.
0: Do you you ever feel like uh, like you're you're helping people? Like, when you have these these conversations of, like, almost like a cold conversation or a cold call. Because I feel like a lot of people aren't there
1: yet. In terms of, what do you, I don't like, think I understand the question. And,
0: like, so, I think of, like, the happy hour, right? Uh-huh. I think of the events that we've had and the organizations that we're part of. Um, like, people walk into a room and, like, they're just lonely. Like, they don't mm-hmm. know where to go. Everybody has their own little cliques. Yeah. And you're this jolly person who, like, comes out of the crowd and says, hey, how's it going? Like, I, I'm here to, like, meet you. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're you're almost helping them, coaching them like as you're having this conversation with them?
1: I'd like to think so cuz I've 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 been that person in the room that's like nervous to talk to anybody and so I can pick it out of a crowd pretty easily and I always try to make sure that person feels welcome and that they have like a friendly face they can what talk to. What does welcome mean? Uh I mean what does unwelcome mean? Yeah. Yeah, let's start there. Unwelcome means that No one wants to talk to you. You, You're perceiving people as being rude and that you like just don't belong there. So welcoming is the opposite of that. Making it feel like you actually belong in the room that you're supposed to be there. So like with my happy hours, whenever I see a new face, I'll walk up. I'll try to walk. If I notice a new person, I will make sure to walk up and introduce myself or try to. I might get sidetracked because I'm ADD. But um, make sure that I'm like, hey, thank you for being here. I'm really happy that you're here. Let me introduce you to some people. Just to like get them get their feet wet and just get them introduced to the group in a, in a small portion just to make them feel like, oh, yeah, I do want you here. Like we haven't met yet and you don't know me very well, but I appreciate you being here. And I want to show that appreciation by introducing you to some other people here that I think you could potentially benefit from be- making friends with. And it's crazy how much power there is
0: just to be the connector. Yeah, because I think like people. Yeah, people. People have this—I'm um, gonna generalize—they're um, just very superficial. Yeah. And I think you know we've been gifted with this this gift of being able to go deeper with people quick. Mm-hmm. I think you you and I. Yeah. And being the connector, you're able to know like you know what this person is driven by this, and this person is driven by this. Yep. So I'm gonna put them together because they're gonna have a deep conversation about this. Yeah. Versus. Saying, hey, this is Travis. This is Randy. Mm-hmm. Go talk to each other. He does this for this work, and he does that for that work. Hopefully, you guys are able to get past the superficial stuff and eventually get to the idea of knowing each other. Because yeah. I think about like people at work, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we as a company, uh, we've grown very rapidly in the last couple of years mm-hmm. uh, to the point where some people don't even know like their each other's names, which mm-hmm. to me is kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have these like individual teams, and I can think of someone who love sports a certain way does things a certain way and then there's somebody else in another team that is the exact same way yeah but they don't coexist like they don't yeah they don't have a friendship mm-hmm. and it kills me right and so like i've tried you know doing that mm-hmm. um but again like if i didn't know them as individuals like they're never going to be able to meet each
1: other right yeah that makes sense and that's why when i first got in into the career i was like i need to go have as lunch and as many lunches and coffees and happy hours as i can to get to know these people on an individual basis and it served me very well because now i can i can make friends for them and be like hey i've met this new person i think you guys would get along because of xyz you guys should chat
0: what do you want people to say whenever they they try to introduce you
1: <laughs> um, that's a tough question on the spot. Yeah, no, that's a great question. Honestly, I just want people to be like, "This is Randy. He'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine." <laughs> yeah. What about you? I don't know. Do I don't know like, I'm
0: trying to think. Uh, I was trying to like, I was trying to think of an answer before I threw the question oh, at yeah. you. Oh yeah. Nice. Because I knew you were gonna throw it right back at me. Uh-huh. Um, I like for people to say, "Hey, is this is Fernando. Um, you know, he works." No, sorry. Is this is Fernando. <laughs> uh, he. He is a d- committed um, leader in our community mm. who's been focusing and working with Hispanic programs uh, and, and trying to bring opportunities for the underserved. Wow, that's a uh, mouthful. Yeah.
1: I would just say, hey, this is Fernando. He's he's pretty cool. You
0: guys get along. But, like, I want people to – because I just want people to be able to think, right? Like, if, if there's a certain situation that they're going through – and, again, this is me being uh, a little conceited. But, like, if, if they ever think of a civil engineer, mm-hmm. I want them to think of me. Mm-hmm. Whenever they think of a Hispanic leader, I want them to think of me. Sure. Whenever they're looking for a Hispanic civil engineer, I should be the default, but I just don't want to become like the token civil engineer, like Mm. the token Hispanic engineer. Gotcha. I want to be an engineer first. Right. And then I want to be Hispanic. And then Mm -hmm. I want to be a community leader. Mm -hmm. Like I want the different individual things to make me who I am. And it brings different worlds together, but I just don't want to be like that. You see what I'm saying?
1: No, I, I I get that. Um, I don't necessarily agree. Just from my perspective of like, I can't choose what someone thinks of me. Like, I right. can't make them think something of me that, you know, that's not my decision to make. I can't control their minds. So, I'm just hoping to do my best, and then for it to be res- received well by yeah. people.
0: But whenever you th- like, have you ever done the obi- the not the obituary, the um, crap? What is it called? Whenever people read stuff, In eulogy. Mm. like the eulogy um, at a funeral at a workshop right eulogy you know so it's essentially like it is this exercise this is word i'm trying to think of uh-huh. eulogy exercise where you write on a piece of paper what you want people to say oh yeah and i've like i've sent this to friends and say hey if i were to go tomorrow what would you say mm-hmm. and so like that's kind of what i'm thinking about right when, mm-hmm. I, when i say when people try to introduce me what are they going to say when i'm gone mm. and granted i don't care what people think of me but I care how I'm perceived.
1: Sure, does that make sense? Yeah, no, I and get so like th- Have you ever had those thoughts? Um, I did. I don't so much anymore, because uh, now I'm too on my own path, yeah, yeah. and I've really tried to adopt kind of the Gary V of like don't don't give a shit what but other th- people. So think.
0: it's funny because you bring Gar- a very Gary Vee, but that's that's the reason why I did this exercise. Because uh-huh. Gary Vee like lives on the idea of the whole like I'm I'm living. He like talks to the video and he's like, "This is my grand, my great grandchildren seeing my video right now. Hey, what's uh-huh. up? Yeah, type deal. Uh, and he wants this like, he wants it to be like this huge party mm-hmm. where people come from all over the world to say like, I changed their life.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what he, that's what he says he lives for. Sure, and but he, but in that instance, he's talking about something he wants to do, not something he wants to be perceived as. Okay, so there's a difference there. You see that? Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: So like, it's the same person, but he's like two different things. So it's, it's, I, I don't like,
1: think it is different things, though. How so? Because I think it's just... It, I think you're f- you're framing it indifferently than how it was meant to be interpreted. Okay. Because you're approaching it from the perspective of these are all the labels I want to be associated with versus these are all the things I want to be remembered for, and I don't think that they're the same thing. Because I want to... Let's say... let's. I'll just open up for a sec. What do I want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for helping people enjoy their lives more and to have brought some joy and some interest and some excitement to people's lives. I don't give a fuck what people think of me. Like you can call me an asshole. I've been called worse, but if I was at least able to make someone's life a little better then great, that's all that matters to me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what I'm labeled as. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay.
0: So the difference between what I'm remembered for versus what people say. Yeah. That's what you said, right? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> but at the same, not at the same time, but it's two different things, right? And that's kind of what I was getting at. Mm-hmm. Like the, the whole eulogy, like exercise is more about what what you're living towards. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's like when I, wa- I want to be able to build a network of individuals who are going to help me get to what I want to be remembered for. Mm. And so as I'm doing that, I'm trying to build this like community of people who are going to help me share what I bring to the world by introducing me the right way. Sure.
1: Does that make sense? No, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah, for my eulogy, I just want people to tell funny stories. Yeah. So (laughs) tell tell your best Randy story when I'm gone. Um and to your point earlier about being introduced in a conversation with all of these different labels I don't like that either because, for me, that takes away the fun out of getting to know somebody because now I've been anchored with all these preconceptions about who who I'm talking to versus me getting to figure it out on my own and come to my own judgment and decision and opinion. So that's why when I introduce people, I generally don't give a lot of info away and just know that there's a good chance that they're going to find that spark on their own and that interesting conversation on their own and it's a more it's more fun for them that way because they get to go through that discovery themselves versus me telling versus me being like oh here it is for you
0: what are they called when you do um it's not a blind date when they match you up like it's like a fr- you find a friend here and a friend there and they pair you up and you go on a, like a blind date is uh, that what it's called a blind date yeah yeah I guess what so. are your thoughts on that